Yo, 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 Mr. Alverson, how are you? Oh, sorry, I didn't even use your <laughs> governmental name. Dude, you're going to dox us, bro. I wanted it to be a little more casual of an entrance than our normal screaming, and that I too ca- too casual, but it was like casual oh, formal. It was, I don't know. I was, that wasn't casual at all. That was super formal, dude. I feel like I'm talking to my employer. Yeah, does, your, does your employer say, yo, yo, yo? <laughs> No, they What's say, going what on, dick bag? We need some stuff done today. All right, get on it. And you said, "Hey, it's skirt bag, not dick bag." Yeah, don't you know? Fucked up the first part of the word. I prefer skirts over dicks. Yeah, dude. I mean, they just the double people, entendre there. Employers don't get it these days. Yeah, man, they don't. Um, the uh, job that I have the interview for on the application, it was like, "Can we look at your Facebook account? Can we look at your Twitter account? Can we look at your Instagram account?" So obviously I said yes, and then for my Twitter account I just said see at random room pod. Mm. <laughs> Quick thinking there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I have like anything on my Twitter that would be like bad or anything, but you know that's just like you my might. informal self. You know what I mean? I'd be I'd be cursing and making cracking inappropriate jokes down there sometimes. I agree. I agree. Informal self. Did you see the uh, the tweet I sent in weekday? Or I sent it in fucked the other day. It was one of my old tweets where it was oh, just like. Oh, yeah. The one with the <laughs> screenshot know? from Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> For anyone listening, let me just run you through this. It's a Facebook post. And it's from this random person that says, have you ever smoked a cigarette in your car and tried to throw it out the window? And a minute later, you smell something and turn around to find your grandma fingering herself in the back seat." <laughs> <laughs> and then the very first comment just says that, that, that. Not lately. <laughs> Oh, not man. lately but also not never but also not never <laughs> right Correct. so I, th- I think that's important to note i uh i sometimes i'll just randomly like search my own username on twitter and then i'll like with the keyword just will go back and read some of my random old tweets because it's entertaining it's just like random thoughts that i had seven years ago that i completely forgot about obviously right. um and then i found this one that i tweeted um about emery from when we were living in the quail house and it just says at Austin Emery just walked in the house to Isabel barking at him for a solid 15 seconds. And he just goes, Hey guys, is Isabel here? Like I envisioned that in my head. I'm like, dude, that's completely something that Austin. And he just stood there, dude. He didn't even make it off the tile. He just stood there and left his backpack on, like let Isabel just keep carrying on until she stopped. And then very casually, Hey guys, is he home? Yeah, that was a good that, one. That's too. exactly how it went down. The uh, the other one I found, I actually tweeted out a new rendition of it because the the original one didn't get much love, but I, it made me chuckle. And it was just like, um, uh, "Hey guys, so real quick, can somebody please give me the Beat Boys and free my soul, <laughs> free my soul?" <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Was funny. I crack myself up sometimes, dude. How have I not made it in the fucking comedy scene yet? Bewilders me. Because clearly you're not funny enough. Hey, dude. You don't hey. say that on our own podcast. Hey, like, oh yeah. Gonna... You know what? Yeah, we are funny. I was uh I was on after I listened to this episode, I was giving ourselves some some love. I said this this podcast is very funny. Go listen. Like, I mean, it wasn't like a biased take or anything, like completely right. like impartial, but I was just talking about how how great our last episode was and how it made me crack up. So hopefully we can do like just as good this time. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to uh 
shooting for Compete the stars. With last week's output, dude. I think we just need to keep like bringing it to the next level every week. That's the thing. I think our I think what makes our comedy podcast good are our random riffs about random yeah. shit. Like the whole wet dream riff we had last week was top notch comedy. Yeah, uh, me and Lex were chatting the other day. And she was like, "You know what? I thought was really funny that episode." And she was like, "What?" She was like, "Listening to you try to explain a female orgasm." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "But you were trying to do it in like a polite way, but like also be correct." <laughs> oh yeah, we we're talking about like some sort of like internal external shit like yeah because chicks because we're talking about wet dreams and like you know when i come i nut like there's a physical thing that comes out right right but chicks they don't always do that so it's like do they know when they have a wet dream or is it just like mental coming is it just like oh i'm irrationally horny from sleep they're not horny if they nutted though I, you don't know that dude maybe Some they got are... post nut clarity and I was like, well, I can see clearly now. I don't know. I nah. We should Maybe. run a poll on our Twitter of that. Maybe. I think clarity. if they do, I think not as severe. Because think about it. A chick can nut a bunch of times in one sexual encounter. Like, I mean, you know, none of the girls that have ever slept with me have done that. But, like, I've heard <laughs> that girls can come multiple times in one, you know, instance. For me, if I nut, I'm done. Call it a day. Give me a towel. You're a, wa- and a, you're a one and smoothie. done? Yeah, you give me. I gotta need some time to recharge. I don't nut and keep fucking. Oh. So you come and you just keep fucking. That's whack. Bro. I mean, sometimes, dude. Something. No, nah, miss me with that. My shit gets like way too sensitive. I can't even carry on my wayward son. Uh, no, sometimes, sometimes I just go until round two is inevitably over. But sometimes I need like a five ten minute recharge. Mm, no, nah, couldn't be me. I need like realistically i need a little bit of time because what i did i'm gonna come and then i'm gonna be like all right uh let me clean myself up play some fifa (laughs) go hit the bong you give me the and then once once i smoke i'm gonna need at least an hour to d high and like be able to even process (laughs) sexual feelings (laughs) Uh, like when i'm when i'm fried like i'm numb so like you touch me i'm not gonna feel it <laughs> yeah, I mean that makes sense to an extent. Sometimes it makes it like Yeah, but not like, when you're too high. Yeah, that's why you can't get too high. That's why when I'm, when you I'm too high, I can't feel when I'm too high, I don't feel anything except when you're for too high, you got a D high. Yeah. <laughs> like eat a cheeseburger or something or play some video games. I'm thinking about what kind of butt I want to bring to the mountain this week. Um Lex and I are growing up to Shawnee. She's doing lessons um to ski. I'm going to snowboard, lift tickets for all day. Her her lesson starts at 9.45. It's an hour long. So then nice. hopefully she'll be up for some riding for the rest of the day, even if it is like Bunny Hill, smaller shit. Um, thinking about what I want to bring up there. By the time our listeners listen to this, it's going to have come and gone. Um, but Yeah, that's right. So I have some bud from her dad that's like 36% THC. I have, I have some shit from, from Dion. Flower, that's thirty six percent. Yeah, yeah. God damn. I have some shit from Dion. That's. I mean, it is what it is. And then I have um some edibles, fifty milligram edibles. I have ten of them. What are they like? Uh, gummies. Gummies. Or something? Yeah, gummies. I think about bringing that. Those are probably nice on a mountain, honestly, dude. Yeah, 
I was thinking about just bringing that and then probably not the 36% THC bud, probably just regular bud. <laughs> and then like my one hitter. Be fighting demons on your way down. I know. The I know. I've been getting too zooted on the mountain sometimes. <laughs> Whatever. It's fun. It is fun. Um, I'm excited to get out and shred and hit up my new board. Oh, yeah. First time on the new board, huh? Yeah. I'm hyped. Nice. Yeah, that's going to be fun, dude. Get, got it all waxed up and shit. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. You probably had that bitch wax like three weeks ago and just waiting to get out there. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. I think I'm going to try to get like all the shit. I'm going to try to like set up like an actual like waxing station in my house and do it the right way. Like we never wax yeah. the right way. No. Um, but I'm going to try to like scrape, probably like scrape all the wax off of all of our boards because I have yours. I have my old one. Then I have this one. Probably my my new one. I might not re-wax but the other two just scrape all the old wax off um like clean i don't them even up. think mine has wax on it right now i know my my old one does um and then like re-wax my new one yet like melt the shit like melt the wax and make it right yeah that'd probably be pretty smart yeah because it gets to a point where they don't it doesn't even like work as it's intended to right it's too old right yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't wax my board, but it, it was waxed before they sent it to me. We used to, uh, for when my friend Josh and I would ride our bikes, we used to literally just like take all of our mom's like old candles that were too melted down to use, and we would burn them like with a fucking torch, like underneath, so it would melt them, and then pour them into one big thing, and then make like a giant like a brick of wax, and then we would use that to like wax rails or like our pegs and shit. And it would last like fucking dude. We had one that lasted like almost over a year. We would just hmm. throw it in our backpack and take it to the spots that we would go right at. Fucking sounds destroyed. pretty good. We destroyed. We had this like small bike rack at our elementary school that we would just cut the chain on. Dude, we dude, we were fucking menaces at that place. We used to cut the chain it was locked to because they would chain it to like the, the pole outside so that you couldn't move it. We right. would just cut the chain move it to like the side of the curb so that you could get onto it, like off of the curb and then just fucking run a piece of wax on it for like 20 minutes so that you would slide. Nice dude. We, we bent the shit out of this thing. We would come back like every like week, week and a half to a new chain. We just, we wouldn't even cut the chain. We would literally just like don't get off the ground and it would break. Like they never learned like, Oh, maybe we should get a stronger chain. Nah, this thing fuck is broken it. every other week. But, dude, by the time we were done with this rack, like, the top rail was just so bent down, and there was just gross, like, nasty-ass wax all over it. And, did they know it was know. you guys? Like, how did they not know it was you guys? No, they, we did, there were no, like, dude, the only time we ever got kicked out of that spot was we were riding there during school. Like, we didn't have school, but elementary was in school. Mm. And we were, like, doing wall rides on, like, right outside the office, and they heard one of us, like, fall or something, and um the lady like the administrator there who was actually like one of my friend's parents like her name was emily came out and was like yo guys can't do this like we're 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 in school right now and we're like all right yeah that that makes sense we'll we'll go somewhere else skedaddle yeah did i ever tell you the time we were riding in albany outside of like this big uh office building i think it was like a local politician's building or something like that and uh we're it was like a handrail that goes down a set of stairs we were trying to grind and it was me, my friend Josh, my friend Brian, and Jimmy. And Jimmy! We were, like, yo. we were like, yo, if we get kicked out of here, like, someone's going to come out and start yelling at us. So let's all just act like we're all deaf and just start, like, sign language, like, speaking sign language to each other. So, like, dude, 
not even 20 minutes goes by and this guy comes out fucking screaming dude like he whips open the office building he's like storming over to us like fucking about to lose his mind and a fucking jimmy is just like jimmy yeah fucking jimmy is just staring at this guy like like kind of giving him like a confused look and then he looks at me and he looks at brian and just goes just starts doing like these gang signs with his hand, not even speaking like real sign language. And we just both like started fucking doing it right back to him. And the guy was like in the middle of him screaming at us, just stops. He's like, you guys need to get the fuck out of here. Like you can't be doing this here. This is private property, blah, blah, blah. And then he throws up the signs. He's just like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And then we just like started to slowly walk away. And this man dead ass like chased us out of the parking lot. But it was so fucking funny, dude. We were, uh, when I was in Spain with my high school, we went to this fucking huge, like, art thing. It's like the top of Barcelona. Um, super famous. It was dope. I can't think of the name of it. <clears throat> um, alongside of it is a soccer field, like a little, like a small field, like an 8v8 maybe size field. And a couple goals, it's turf. So me and my buddy had a soccer ball with us and there was a part of the fence that was pulled up. And we were like, well, what's the worst that happens? We fucking get arrested. Yeah, that would suck. So let's not get arrested, <laughs> but let's 100% sneak onto this field. So um, we do it. Like we crawl, we crawl under there, we sneak under the field, but we weren't able to get out because the fence was like pulled up. Right. So you could go yeah. one way with the fence, but we the other way the you're other going way. against the fence, you're fucked. Um, yeah. So, first of all, while we're out there, we see our high school Spanish teacher who's, like, leader of the whole thing, like, head honcho. And we're like, oh, shit. And she's just like, yeah, my Spanish name was Felipe. So she was like, yo, Felipe, what's up? She's, like, waving to us. Like, she's like, that's so dope. You guys are playing soccer. Like, yes, very, like, probably illegal. And then we were like, all right, not exactly sure how to get back. And so we so we jumped. There's, like, a gate that like had kept it shut that was on the road but it was on the other side from the fence so we jumped the fence after playing for like 45 minutes we jumped the gate and now we're on a road but we're like not where like the art part was that we were supposed to be it took us like a half hour to get back to our people they were there waiting for us they were pissed we we're like whatever you we never were, got caught though not by uh police damn i wonder why it was so like it was just like you would think it it's just a public soccer field to go play on. Like, I wonder why. It yeah, was it's so, probably like, like some kind of like academy field or like some oh, clubs true. field or some shit like that. And they don't want random hoodlums jumping on it and playing. Yeah. So I mean, hey, did. the fence was fucking opened up to get in. So, yeah, yeah. It's happened. You probably weren't the first one to do it. No, not at all. Now, it was fun, though, dude. It was just the two of us just balling in fucking Barcelona for like 45 minutes. He's pretty good at soccer. Yeah, that's dope, dude. I remember uh, when we when my family took a trip to Europe, we were in Barcelona and we were like walking to some restaurant for dinner one night. And it was kind of like, like our um, Airbnb that we're staying in was like right on the beach, but like probably two to three miles inland was this restaurant we're trying to find. And it wasn't like a good, you could tell it. Like I didn't know where we were in the city. And I'd also didn't know like where the good and bad parts of the city were, but it wasn't like a good area. You could just tell there was like, dude like hella crackheads like there was this dude on a bike like zanned out of his mind who would just like fly down the middle of an alley like get real close to almost hitting someone and then just like skirt at the last second and he was like purposely <laughs> dude it was low-key mad funny i was like uh, my brother and I were sitting there 
dying laughing, but he was like, he would just fly at people and then just like burn out and stop right before he hit someone. And like, you could tell he was like enjoying doing it. But um, there was this really cool, like in the middle of like a kind of like a burnt down, like demolished building, like around it in the middle of it was like this old, like dirt um, soccer field. And there were just like a bunch of kids and like some older dudes just kicking around a ball and like playing like futsal almost with like, the most minimal of things like there was not even like real goals it was just like paint on the wall as like a goal post and i was like i you know what i'm in barcelona i'm glad i got to see that because that's exactly yeah that sounds like yeah it was dope it's like the fucking favelas in brazil that's how they play yeah. football <laughs> yeah, um, have you been to madrid no i wanted to go so bad but we, we were, didn't have much time we're only in barcelona for like three days when I was in Barca both times, I didn't really notice any, like, sketchy areas. But when I was in Madrid, I felt very unsafe. Really? Yeah, I felt like I was going to get kidnapped. Like, and, like sold. No, 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 no. More, like, raped and drugged or, like, sold into sex trafficking vibes. If you feel that way, imagine how, like, females feel, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, there was this girl. I I can't say that. There's like hippo rules, but there was this girl who that was on our trip, and she like had issues of like fainting. Um, yeah. and we were out one night, and like I was like the only one on the trip that knew about those issues. And she was like, "I need to go back to the hotel like right now." And we're like all like fucked up at this place that's teaching us how to salsa in the middle of Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, shit. Um, yeah, I guess I'll walk you back. Like, you're not walking alone because I'm afraid of getting like fucking snatched up and getting my little butthole touched. Like, <laughs> they're taking your bitch ass. She, yeah. she, she was kind of tough though. She probably would have fucking she would have fought. But they're taking you, especially if you're gonna faint. Right. Um. So we get back to our hotel room, and my hotel room was like two doors down, and she literally just like. Passed out and crumbled like right in front of her hotel room door. Just folded. Fuck, like a lawn chair. Like that's not good. So I like just like she like I had her hotel room key. She was barely coherent. Unlocked her shit and like went and just like dropped her on her bed. I'm like, fuck, do I do now? That's weird. That's got to be like such a like, especially if you've never been in a position like that before. Like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. Just like I I like I would be if I just like dropped her on the bed. I'd be like. Like, is she good? Is she gonna Can't die if leave. I leave? Like, Can't yeah. leave. Yeah. What nah, the fuck? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I woke her up before I went back, and I was like, "Hey, are you good or no?" <laughs> you just fainted. It... Now you're in your bed, but uh... uh, you tell me that this is normal, and I'm far far from normal. I've never found myself in this situation before. Yeah. Fucking uh, Maggie told me the other day. She actually texted me the other day that her um teacher assistant like gets seizures and she had a seizure in the middle of class and like had to go to the hospital and maggie was the only maggie was the only one in there so she was like holding her head up like while it was happening and like all the kids were like freaking out and stuff and then she was just like back in school the next day she was like yeah i was not expecting to see her for like at least another week and a half and yeah she was just back in school the next day i was like oh my god that's Jeez. gotta be scary dude dude on um, our way home from from spain so we touched down in London and from what the airport third... did you land in? Do you remember? Nah, big ass one. Probably big the... ass one? Dude, yeah. that airport was fucking awesome. We only we were only there for like an hour on a layover. Yeah, we were only there for like an hour and a half, two hours, but we stopped. I bought there. headphones. Had like a board and... You bought head? Headphones. Yeah. <laughs> 
Have you ever seen that classic meme where it's like the flight attendant asking the guy if he wants headphones? She's like, would you like some headphones? He goes, yeah, why not? How'd you know my name was phones? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that airport's dope, dude. We uh, had breakfast at that Gordon Ramsay restaurant that's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get to stay too long. But um, we touched down in London and from the turbulence, she fucking passes out. I'm like, oh, God, OK. Wakes up, doesn't know like where she is, doesn't know who I am, doesn't know who anybody that we're with. And I'm like, all right, you just got to trust me. We got to get through this fucking airport together. So we do. We like we hit our we hit our connecting flight. We land in LaGuardia again fucking passes out wakes doesn't know who she is oh doesn't my know. god dude does she have like medicine for this shit like- she went to she went to so many doctors for it and they were like we don't know what the fuck is wrong with you um yeah. and so it happens again in LaGuardia, and i'm like all right now we have to like get on a va- get in a van and go to a hotel for the night like hmm? <laughs> like i'm supposed to convince this chick to Get in get this in van, van with me. She said she doesn't even know me. I'm like, yeah, no, just come with me and all these kids. You fuck with us. You'll be you'll be good with us. <laughs> you fuck with us. You fuck with us. Right. I that was literally what I was like. No, no, you like us. Like you're all we're all together. Blah blah blah. Dude, it was whack. It was the most bizarre thing ever. It was Damn. scary. Could you imagine? I would yeah, imagine imagine how it feels for her. She wakes up, doesn't think she knows any of these people. She like she can't travel alone. She can't fly alone. No shot. No shot. Could you, you imagine know, you don't know like who, waking who up the in fuck a new you country, are, where you like, are? Don't know. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be terrifying. Good yeah. lord. Yeah. Um, to backtrack to our discussion about Spain, though, my favorite part about Spain was the tapas. Yeah, dude, I liked them when they were amazing, topless, dude. <laughs> topless tapas. Yeah. Topless tapas while watching tatas. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to a nude beach? Yeah. Like, yeah, the main dude, one our, in Barcelona is the nude beach. Well, they're all yeah, topless beaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Ours was full nude, bro. We were on, like, our Airbnb was across the road from this beach. And we went, so me and my brother, um, Nick and Jordan, went to Camp New Tour for the day. Came back, and um, Sophia, my mom, and Don were all, all just, like, hanging out on the beach. So we get back, and we're, we go over to the beach to, like, see what they're doing or whatever. And they're sitting, like, on these chairs, and, like, half the people there are nude, whatever, like, fucking, I was, like, 22 at the time. It wasn't a big deal to me. I've seen tits and dicks before. Boobies. Um, yeah, boobies. And, like, dude, half the fucking people, most, 90% of the nude people there are, like, not people you want to see nude. Nah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> it's yeah. always just, like, older people that are just, like, hanging saggy titties out. But fucking this guy who's sitting in front of us turns around and starts chatting up Don about, like, baseball and stuff. With his cock out? Yo, dude, straight up cock out, like, just butt-ass naked. And was Don we're, like, talking too? about where he's from. No, no, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> he sitting there, he's sitting there talking, and they're talking about, like, the Chicago Cubs or whatever. And this guy, I'm thinking, like, all right, this guy, he's got to be, like, a normal thing for him if he's just sitting here dick out at the beach. And this guy goes, oh, yeah, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> like, dude, you come to Barcelona just to have your cock out on a beach? Like, that's not the norm for you if you're from Living Chicago. the dream. I guess, like, yeah, you're indulging in the culture of Barcelona. Well, maybe he, maybe, did he mean, like, he lived there in Chicago? Maybe he was, like, from there and then he moved no. to, to Barca. No, he's, like, he was on vacation. Like, he, he was from Chicago. I think he actually lived in Florida. So, either or huh. wasn't. And then, dude. Okay, Florida, I could see the nude beach. Yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, Florida's just fucking on a different 
You're telling spectrum. me there's no private nude beaches in Florida? There definitely is. I'm I mean, you can you, make you any beach so a nude beach if you really wanted to. Yeah, you just got to get your homies together and take your clothes off. <laughs> yeah. And then, dude, there was this uh, couple, like, laying in a, on a blanket in front of us. Both were fully nude. And they just started, like, fighting, like, screaming at each other. And then this dude starts hitting this chick. Like, they're, like, physically fighting. And this dude's cock is just swinging around while what? he's, like, swinging on this chick. And we're sitting there, like, the police came out and, like, had to, like, separate them. And dude got arrested and all this shit. But it was wild, bro. Barcelona is a fucking Sheesh. different animal. Yo, how beautiful is Camp New? Oh, dude, breathtaking. I know. I want to go to a game there bad. It was uh it was cool because like the tour we took was um so we did Camp New and then we did um the Chelsea one, Stamford Bridge when yeah. we were in London. Yeah. And Camp New was cool because like they had you know the history is just like, way like actual there. trophies and like yeah, big like Messi's Ballon doors were there, like you know, you could see the La Liga trophies and we got to see like um like the press room and the locker rooms and they had a bunch of jerseys of like all the most famous players that have come through there dude it was fucking amazing and uh, what i liked a lot is the field is way smaller than it looks on tv like going to a game there's got to feel so intimate because it's so much smaller than like yankee dude Stadium except like with that. how many seats they have there bro like the people that are at the top are like you're just hoping you can follow the ball that day hoping it's a clear yeah. day and you can follow the ball from that high yeah and i wonder like ticket prices are probably so expensive because they're unless so you're sitting seats. up top dude i would love to sit all the way on the top of the camp new i bet you the tickets are cheap as fuck and I saw a picture the other day of a sunset, like from like those like top seats, because you can like see across to the other top. You know what I mean? And yeah, I was like, yeah. "Wow, dude, that's got to oh, be the most did you, beautiful did thing you in the that world." On Twitter or yeah, you tweeted that or something. Yeah, yeah I probably. saw that. I saw that. That shit was yeah. nuts. I was like, "Dude, that's got to be the most beautiful thing ever to be at a game at Camp New, like with that fucking view, yeah, and you're dude. just a little high vibing out." Mm. Yeah. Um. I saw the, uh, I think it was like at like some Premier League, um, fucking stadium or something. But it was like a a thing of food, like Thai food or like Chinese food, and it was like thirteen dollars or something like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I quote tweeted that. Why? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I I actually replied to. You. I was like, dude, yeah. why is that? How? Why? What makes it so much more expensive in the U.S. to have? And you get like half of that, dude. You get one hot dog at Yankee Stadium with a beard this big, and you're spending $25. Because it's least. different, dude. In in America, our sports are businesses. Like, the owners, like, just want to make money. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is, really. And in Europe, and especially in soccer leagues, you know, they want to they want to make money. That's, like, part of it, you know, especially if you're ridiculously in debt, like Barca. But, like... Bayern, like their president was like, no, we're not going to raise our second or ticket season price, season ticket prices. All right, good try, Kenny. We're not going to raise our season ticket prices because like these are loyal fans and they come to all these games and like they support us and like they expect it to only be so much to come here. And if we like, you know, if we raise the prices, maybe they can't afford it. And, like that's fucked. And like we don't need it. We make enough money, but like, like we could, like we could raise it. But we don't need to because, like, they care more about, like, winning titles and, like, fan engagement. And, like, it's just so deeply embedded in their culture. And that's why, I mean, 
if you can go to all the games, right? Like if you, if you can afford to go to the games and you know, like the concessions there are reasonably priced, like you're going to have a bigger following and a more like a deeper fan base. Dude, fucking capitalism ruins everything. Bro. Hear me out. What if you made every stadium bigger, but lowered the prices and you could sell more tickets. Not as yeah. But would those, would the, would the tickets that are like terrible seats sell even if they like, would it even be worth it at that point? Maybe like if the stadiums were bigger, unless you have some sort of like crazy design to where it's not like, spread out and long you know if you got like the top like the highest seats kind of went over the field and you all you had to do was look down but you weren't so far away you know what i mean yeah like if you're washington you're probably not going to sell out but yeah the commanders fucking washington commanders i don't know dude i i just feel like Oh, I, I hate how everything comes down to, like, in America, especially how it's like, oh, we need to make money off this. Like, how can we right. make the most money? Because, like, dude, yeah, I get, like, our society runs on capitalism, whatever. Like, it works to an extent for us. But, like, it would also be nice to have something like that, like, where it's not just always about the money. Like, this is our American culture. Like, go out and enjoy a sports game, not have to spend $25 on a hot dog and a beer right. just because right. the rich want to get richer. Don't make going to a sport. Okay, I, I can go to this one game. I'm kind of going to spend some fucking bread, so it might have to be a little tight the rest of the month. You know what I mean? Right. Don't make it like that. Like, dude, if I could go to a Yankees game and, like, you know, pay for my ticket and have, like, a couple beers and a meal and not spend more than, like, 70 bucks, that's prime, dude. Yeah, that or, like, never happen. Just, no, it would never happen. You're spending $70 alone on a ticket that's going to be, like, mid. Like, you're spending $70 on a ticket to sit in the bleachers. Yeah. For, like, a Yankees-Orioles game, dude. Phillies tickets aren't that bad, dude. Phillies don't ever sell out, so you can always get real cheap if you go to the third level, like, right field. There's a 300 level, and it's, like, right field and also, like, the foul line area um, of right field. You can usually get cheap tickets there. How what do you mean cheap? Like twenty dollars? Yeah, around there. Sometimes more. Did you see the graphic of like the pricing for all the Super Bowl tickets? Yeah. The cheapest ticket is like five grand. Yeah. That's ridiculous, dude. Like no no common person, the majority of the NFL's like target audience is gonna gonna be able able to to afford that. that. No shot, dude. Yeah, I'm never going to go to a like, Super Bowl. That's like... Unless I get tickets gifted to me. I'm going to I'm gonna have to meet some real fucking cool people gift me some Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. That's the thing, hmm. too. It's not like you can have, like, a series, like a World Series. You're going to have seven games to pick to go to, so obviously ticket prices are going to be a little bit less. Right. It's just one game. Or the NBA Finals or, you know, the NHL Finals, Stanley Cup. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I saw that and I was like, dude, this is literally just like for the rich people to go and suck themselves off. Yep. Like no common man is going to be able to go see that and enjoy it with, with his family. Like, no, no. It's a status event nowadays. Mm-hmm. Might as well call it the Met Gala Bowl. Yep. That's literally what the Met Gala is, too. Right. So you got to get invited to that. You don't buy tickets, but... uh. Same fucking thing. Yeah, no uh, ordinary, normal person is getting invited to that shit. 
we'll get invited one day and then we'll say no. Yeah, but by then we won't be normal, ordinary people. We're going to be famous podcasters. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I mean, we're not going to look at ourselves as famous podcasters. We're just going to look at ourselves as a couple knuckleheads. Yeah, but everyone else will. Hey, man, your beard looks pretty good. Thanks, dude. It's really fucking long right now. Yeah, it's like filled in like real nice. It's pretty thick. I uh, This might be the longest it's ever been, to be honest. That's the thickest I've ever seen you with a beard. Yeah, I've just been like, like, fuck it. I'm not going to get... I'm not going to shave my beard down if I'm not getting a haircut because that'll just look weird. I need a fucking haircut and I need to do something with this beard, too. Me, I don't, too, bro. I don't me really want to sh- shave the beard down. I think I want to uh, just do a little cleanup. Just clean to, it up. I got to clean up my hair, dude. It's so long. I need to like get yeah, rid of some of these dead dude, ends dude, and look shit. Look at my shit. My shit is fucking. Oh, boy. You look rough. Yeah, my shit's super long. Dude, I don't wear it like when I was fucking. I wore a hat all day yesterday, and then I had my uh, my interview or whatever, like my phone interview. But we were trying to set it up on like some Adobe Connect room, so I had that to show my face. And I was like in the bathroom, like making my hair look somewhat presentable because I just wear hats all day at work. Like nobody else fucking. I literally wore like joggers, a t-shirt, and a bomber jacket in this hat to work today. Nobody comes to check on me. I wore uh... happy for anything joggers and an undershirt i uh, had a meeting with my partner today so i put a button down on for that one and then i took the button took down. it off right immediately <laughs> took the button down off and i i put this hoodie on because it, this hoodie i don't wear a lot and i was like i don't want to wear the same fucking hoodie that i wear every single day bumming around the house because uh, you know that's yeah. i mean i mean granted that's all i do like i work from home i'm always bumming around the house but i was like i think if i put on a different shirt it'll just give me better vibe so i did that and i think right. it, i think it sometimes sometimes bit. dressing up make, like makes you feel more powerful for too. sure for sure dude like there are sometimes like even though i just work from home there are days where like oh like shower and throw on jeans and a button down all right and work like that I just, sometimes I just feel better feel more productive feel like i'm getting shit done yeah, that's I how i started that. busy season it didn't you didn't know, last very tired, long. pretty tired out here. Yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. Um, I love I love dressing up like for date night, like going out with Maggie and stuff, and like just she gets I'm not listen, I'm not fun of fucking uh suck my own dick or anything, but whenever Maggie and I go out on dates, dude, she's always getting hella compliments about like on her fits and like her style and shit. I'm just like, damn, I like I got myself a little baddie, dude. Like a hell of people are always like, oh my God, I love your boots or I love your outfit or I love your hair. And I'm just sitting there like in a fucking Star Wars t-shirt and fucking skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Johnny's like, I, lo- I love getting dressed up for my dates. 30 <laughs> seconds later, I'm over here in a Star Wars no. t-shirt, skinny jeans. <laughs> no, but listen, like my my like dress up style is different. Like, like I'll put on like a fucking like a bomber jacket and a graphic tee and like some nice jeans and some nice shoes and stuff and that's like me like putting effort into my 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 fit you know what i mean like i could just go in fucking sweatpants and a shirt if i'm like really dressing up it's like a special occasion like if i'm kyla trying to podcast over here can you not squeak thank you we uh like, if I'm putting effort into my shit, dude, like, it's a special occasion. She said, fuck you. <laughs> she said, off. really, really, fuck off. Um, like, for a birthday or something, I'll put, like, a, a polo or a button down and some pants and, like, a belt and stuff on. But 
Bro, my style is more like streetwear, like casual streetwear. Like, yeah, that's what I do. Like, with me and Lex, when we go out, we'll hit like breweries or we'll just like go to a bar or something. Like, yeah, it's just like jeans and a t shirt or jeans and a long sleeve. Yeah, or like jeans, some cuff jeans with some vans and a flannel, dude. Like, I'm fucking rocking that. That's um, my shit right there. Every now and again, I put I'll put a fit together that I really fuck with. When we went to we went to a Mets game for her birthday the weekend after, and I was wearing khaki pants, um, with my with my off season with my J Cole off season T shirt. Oh yeah. Um, and then a hat and some shoes, and I was like, that fit was kind of fire. I had I've had some nice fits. Ooh. There was one time we went out. I was rocking jeans or shorts. I don't remember, but I was wearing my Coles, and they have like pink and blue. So I was yeah. wearing my pink Real Madrid jersey, and then I have this blue corduroy hat from a brewery in California. Bro, that fit was uh, fucking dude, fire. That was when a you're look. fucking when your hat and your top match your shoes like perfectly, bro. It's fucking yes, sir. Mint. That's why my hat collection is so deep. Yeah, same. I can have shit to match any fucking occasion. Yeah, dude, I got those uh, those like blue, white, and red vans now. So it's like, mm. bro, I can wear white, red, or blue, and it's gonna match my shoes. It's facts, so facts, nice. facts. I uh, do. We got this fucking thing that goes on like the back of the closet door. I think it holds ten hats on each side. Oh, so, like, it's like twenty one hats of those, total. Like, it connects to the bottom nice. of the closet door and the top of the closet door, and it just has all my hats there. Like, uh, they don't all fit there. I have some in the other closet, just sitting up top, but. Like most of my hats fit there. The one, most of the ones that I wear on a regular basis, anyway. That's nice. It's I need to get flames. one of those, dude. Because yeah. I just have all mine stacked, like on top. That's of what I used now. to have. I used to, just like one of my dressers, I would just put all my hats on top of my dresser. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is nice because I can be like, all right, let me open this up. Let me look at all the hats that I have. What's gonna match my fit today? Right. There's just science oh, yeah. that goes into the fit. There really is, dude. And sometimes when you're like really into it and you're like, all right, I'm going to bring out some fire fit today. Like I'm, I'm a dress. I'm a, they, they'd be calling me ranch because I'd be dressing. See. And then there's other days where you're like, dude, T-shirt, fucking sweatpants. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Your different colored socks. I don't care. <laughs> I always wear matching socks. Oh, not me, dude. Sometimes I'm just like black, light black. Fuck it. Nah, my socks, my socks got to match. Your sacks got a match? Yeah, my sacks got a match. Got matching sacks? Yeah, I mean, I don't want my matches, my sacks to be not matches. <laughs> you ever put a match um, to your sack? Oh, all the time, dude. Always? Feels, feels always amazing. matches on your sacks? Yeah, but before I, I have sex, I'm like, Maggie, hold well, on a second. I got to I got to burn some of these fucking I, pube hairs off my sack. Burn some sack. <laughs> she's like burns you mean sage no 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 straight up testicle okay <laughs> all right i'll be in here a- literally drying up like the sahara thanks thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> um big news season five of rick and morty is on hulu now Ooh. yeah I, I took a deep dive into it the other night. Um, Did you? I forgot how good the first episode of that season is with Mr. Nimbus. Rick and Morty slaps, bro. Dude, it it's got it has to be the best adult animation of all time. Like, can you like 
I get there are like you know the Simpsons. The, fuck all that, dude. Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah, dude. On the a Simpsons basis doesn't miss though. The like, Simpsons not is going to give episode. you a run for your money. And I think probably Family Guy too, bro. Family Guy is fucking funny. There's right, like clips of Family it, Guy that come back and I crack myself. Right, right, right. Yeah. If you're looking at like you know, if you're looking at your batting average, yeah. But Rick and Morty's fucking. But when it comes to being the greatest of all time, like I think you need to consider. You also need to consider, um, you know, volume here. Right. Um, I will never say that The Simpsons is the best of all time because I don't think it's funny. Never liked The Simpsons. Never once have been like, ooh, let me throw on The Simpsons. Yeah, no. Don't think it's funny. Don't think it's a good show. I don't know why it's so good, like, as everyone makes it out to be. On the other hand, Family Guy might be the greatest adult animation of all time just because of its longevity and how actually, like, funny it is. It is funny, yeah. South Park, I think, is up there. Oh, South Park is up there. Especially, um, like, well, I guess Family Guy does it too, but they both do, like, very relevant things. Like pop culture. It's like a pop yeah. culture adult animation. Yeah. Um, I actually just watched an episode of Family Guy last night where they do, like, a spoof on Kill Bill and, like, Tarantino films. Okay. And have you seen Kill Bill? Mm-mm. Oh, there's a I scene I haven't seen where... shit, though. Kill Bill's a classic, dude. You gotta watch that shit the next time. Pack, yeah. pack a fat-ass bong and watch Kill Bill. You fucking love... You will enjoy the shit out of it. Okay. It's like it's like got it's got like a nineties vibe and it's just like kung fu and hot chicks, dude. It's awesome. Okay. Pretty gory too. Sounds good. Um, but there's a scene where um she's like fighting the main the main character in Kill Bill. I'm not gonna spoil anything by saying who it is, but she's like fighting off a bunch of like ninjas and shit with just a blade. And Family Guy did a spoof on it, and Peter's, like, the one killing off, like, her boss or his boss from the brewery, mm. but it's just, like, a thousand of them. And, dude, there's, like, scenes of him, like, th- he throws, like, a beer bottle, like, goes spinning through the air, and it hits her in the eye and, like, pushes her brain out the backside of her head, and she falls to the ground, and, like, her spine just falls out of her back. <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, uh, so gory from Family Guy. What is this going? And then you know, I know, like, but they do have a lot of shit like that. Yeah, dude. They have like that Chris, that gory ass Christmas episode. The what? They have like a super gory Christmas episode. Which one? I don't know. They're all like in a house or something, and they fucking got to kill Santa. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know. Oh My, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is that the ding fries are done? Ding fries are done. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh <laughs> uh, my, my Family Guy history is not too deep. Lex and I just finished uh, Secession. That show slaps. Succession. No, it's bomb. Um, I've heard, I've, I've heard good things, but we I've uh, watched it. We both thought that season three was going to be ten episodes long. So then when when episode nine ended, we're like, oh, oh, I guess that's it. Okay. Oh, there's only nine? Yeah, in season three. But I think season one and two both have ten episodes. Hmm. Have you watched any Euphoria? No, I haven't watched any of that. Me neither, and Twitter's not making me want to watch it. Nah, I'm good. It's all I fucking see. You know how I feel about things that are popular, dude. Yeah, no, I get that, dude. Um, And that's why... We were low-key. I low-key was gatekeeping Rick and Morty. Like, when I first showed it to you guys and the boys in Quail, it wasn't popular. And then it fucking blew up after Pickle Rick. Now everybody yeah. likes Rick and Morty. I was like, bro, yeah. we've been on this shit. Yeah, been we've on this been, show. been on the Rick and Morty for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Isn't it crazy that Rick and Morty is only ha- only has five seasons, but it's been out since like 2013? Like we were fucking saw our juniors in high school when Rick and Morty came out. Yeah, bro, slow and steady. That's wild. Not many shows survive like that. Like, how many shows can put out seasons as rarely as Rick and Morty do and survive? And, and you're right, dude. And they still have at least five more seasons under their contract with Adult Swim right now. Damn. Yeah. I think Rick and Morty could be like the next family guy, but won't have like as many episodes. Yeah. It could I think be they great. They could be around for a long ass time, though. For sure. For sure. Um, Fuck. That's wild. I wish they did come out more, but then they wouldn't be as good. I know. And I almost enjoy like the suspense of waiting for new Rick and Morty because then when it Rick makes and Rick and Morty, Morty special. Out, right, dude. I'm it's like, like the world oh Cup. my God, we got 10 new episodes of Rick and Morty. Like, this is going to be an awesome 10 weeks. All right. You want to draft? I got him. I don't know. These things, I mean, it's seven o'clock here. So I'll be getting pretty late. You got to be getting pretty long into this thing. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down to get into the draft. We've been, All right, been let's draft it up then. We'll do. Uh, we're drafting the uh, the best storytelling songs. We're gonna do four or five. We can do five. All right, you're going first. I'm going first. Yeah, I get. I get the first pick. Yeah. All right. Well, with the first overall pick of the 2022 best storytelling songs of all time, Johnny Skirtbag is going to select "Stand" by Eminem. Okay. Is that your 1-1? One, one? No, not even on my list. Not even on your list? Nah. What? Are you kidding me, dude? No, I'm not kidding you. What, bro? That's got... Bro, you tri- you're, you're tripping, shorty. I just feel bad that you used it with your first pick. That's the best storytelling song of all time. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it might be. I thought for sure it was going to be your one or your two. That's why I picked it. Well, what's it about? Stan? Yeah. You never heard the song Stan? I think I have. Is it the, this is the one where he's like, I wrote you a letter. Yeah, dude. It's like he has a super fan, like a stalker fan that writes him letters and Eminem doesn't respond. So Stan, the super fan, like freaks out because he's not responding and goes crazy and ties up his pregnant girlfriend, puts him in the trunk of a car and drives off a bridge. And then Eminem finally responds. He goes, hey, Stan, sorry, I've been busy. Why are you so mad? Like, why'd you say all these things? I think you just need to relax a little bit. Blah, 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 blah. He goes, at the end of the song, he goes, by the way, I saw this guy on the news who went crazy, drove his girl off, uh, tied her in a, put her in a trunk, drove off a bridge. And then he, like in his last fucking line in the song, he goes, oh shit, it was you. Hmm. Just wild, bro. That's why they call Eminem fans stands because it's like Stan is like a fucking over obsessed, like super fan of Eminem. Okay. Okay. I have one Eminem song on my list, and that wasn't it. Well, I'm kind of excited to see what you what you put on your list. Okay. okay. Well, the floor is yours, so take it take take it away. So I'm going to go. This is like just some of my favorite stuff. So I'm going to go my number one. This isn't like probably not the best, but it's my favorite that I have. Written no, yeah, my, most of mine are my favorite. It probably wouldn't be the best. but So I'm going to go with 03 Adolescence by J. Cole. Ooh, okay. Um, so the first verse in that song 
is he's talking about like um how he wants to prove to the girl that he's like the right one for her and then he's like but then maybe that's a lie maybe i'm not that guy she wants a star player ball player and then maybe that's a lie um Mm -hmm. he's on the bench or whatever but then i don't like it as much i like i don't like that part as much as the second verse where he's talking about his boy who's slanging in the hallway um so dime for a dub then white boys don't know no better um because what's twenty dollars to somebody like that they go to their pops and they get it right back right and then he goes to his boy's house after school and they're smoking a blunt and he's like man like you're getting all this money and shit like what do i gotta do to get that like put me on and then his boy's like cole you was my man's right now i would think you you was a clown right now or something like that um like how can it how can you look up to me when i look up to you or something like that right correct um and then he starts talking about how like hard his life is and He's like, I got one mother and four brothers that don't love us or some shit like that. If they didn't yeah. want us, why the fuck they never wore rubbers? Um, and then it just goes all into that. So that's that's like my favorite storytelling Cole song. Um, and Cole's my favorite artist. So obviously, you had to throw it in yeah. there. Yeah, that's a good pick. I uh, I have some Cole on my list, but I didn't even think of that song. I have pick, some more Cole on my list, but I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go Cop Shot the Kid Nas. Okay, I knew you'd have some Nas on there. I, I I don't have him on any of my list, which I probably should, but it's a good ass song. Yeah, love love me some Nas. He's like that's a newer Nas song too. I was actually talking to Lex before this episode. She told me it's an older Nas song that was re redone, remastered. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, I never knew that. I did not either. She's like grew up on old on older hip hop though. Like that was what her parents were listening to. Obviously, you know what I mean. Right. Like her parents listen to hip. My parents listen to fucking rock and roll and shit. Yeah. Um, so I didn't I didn't have the young Nas exposure like she did and like all those older rappers. Yeah, I mean growing up, like I, I listened to it, but I didn't like understand it for like at the time for what it was. Yeah. Like I knew like I knew Biggie, Tupac, and Nas when I was young, but like I was listening to like Eminem, Lil Wayne and and so Jay Z like so uh, much more. I like Bone Thugs and Harmony a lot. Yeah. Outcast was my shit. Oh, dude, Outcast was dope. Um, right. What do you got for your number two? Uh, for my number two, I'm going to go. I think you probably this was this was going to be my remember how earlier I was saying, I think there's two one ones that we could pick. Yeah, this is going to be the other one. That's not Stan. And I'm going to go with Mona Lisa. By uh, Lamar, I Lil didn't Wayne. have that one, but that's a good one. That's yeah, dude, that's that a that's song, a really good one. That song is like, dude, that song brings you to another level every time you listen to it. Yeah. Like like how it starts off where he's talking about like um right like how he's like following him in the club or whatever, and like the rapper's just like all caught up in like living the rapper lifestyle, and Lil Wayne's got like his bitches like doing like the hustling form, like following yep. him and getting into his house and like like pretty much fucking this guy to take his attention off of like Lil Wayne and like his boys like robbing the house or whatever. Yeah. Then when fucking Kendrick comes on, it's like he's rapping from the perspective of the rapper who finds out like the girl's part of Wayne's crew and he's just like, he's on your fucking ringtone. Is that the type of shit that you do? Yeah. And he goes yeah, yeah. touching yourself while watching Kendrick videos and it's just like talking about like that and then like he's like, bro, I took you to the mall. I took you to courtside lakers games all this shit and then it ends up he goes my favorite part of the song is the end where he goes since you like rappers that's killing this pussy 
I'm killing myself or some shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude, yeah. that is a good song. If you just like, if you can just like listen to it and like not have to focus about anything else and just like listen to the lyrics of that song and kind of like let the beat like wash over you, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fire. The part where Kendrick does his like high voicing too, like for a flow where he's just like, I I can't do it. Obviously, I'm not Kendrick Lamar, but he just does what? like that whole like like cr- it almost sounds like he's crying. And yeah. rapping at the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. It's fucking dope. Um. Okay, and then my third pick. Yep. Right? My third pick. I'm gonna go with one of my favorite Logic songs. That's super, super underrated. Um, it's Street Dreams Two off of Young Sinatra. Yeah, Young Sinatra that, Four. That's the one where he's driving to um the studio. Um, to get no, his wife, still, his wife was like kidnapped, yeah, and he's gotta yeah, go get his yeah, wife. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then at the end, it ends up being like a dream. And yeah, he just wakes up. That's my favorite part. Wakes up and he's like, turns out the man, the man in the mask, it was me. And then it's like his boys like waking up. He goes, yo, 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 Bob, we're at the studio. And he goes, well, we're here already. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, man, what the fuck? He goes, every ever since you started smoking weed, you always fucking late, man. It goes, shut the fuck up. And then it goes into the song, The Adventures of Stony Bob. Mm. like on the album mm. that's always it's always such a good like a sweet yeah no nah, i knew that is um if i had put a logic song down i would have put that one down yeah um, suddenly but, i'm in the whip with the gap full clip yeah that song's nice i like that yeah. song um all right so i got three left and i'm gonna do at least one rock and roll okay um I got one that I could pick, but I'm not going to pick because I've picked it before for other things. Um, All right. Here's what I'll do. I'm going to go with my Eminem song that I had. Um, And it's a newer one. I'm going to go with Stepdad. Oh, dude, I fucking love that song. Um, I ever since like we even started thinking about this, like that song has been in my head. Um. And I just think that's a great song. I really fucked with it off off whatever album it was. I know it was recent. I don't know if it was the most Music recent. Music to be murdered by. Most yeah, recent. yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go with Stepdad Eminem because I, I mean, it's just a fucking banger. Um, it's been in my head all day. And then I'm gonna go with. I got two here that I'm torn between. Um. All right, this one's a little bit, little bit later. Um, it's called Three Wishes. It's by Cole. Um, it's old. It's off of Truly Yours. Like it's not even on Apple Music. It's old. Oh shit! I don't think I've heard that song. It's it's good. It's like the whole song's about if he was a if he had a genie that could give him three wishes. Yeah. And uh, his first wish would be that like his friend's mom wasn't poor and like they didn't have to like be broke and shit like that. They didn't have to worry about like their next meal. Um, his second wish is that his dad would stop beating his mom or maybe his stepdad would stop beating his mom. Um, and he talks about like feeling like a coward cause his boy was there when like they were fighting and shit and he didn't do anything, but he's only 12, but he wants to yeah. like scare him with a gun. Um, and then his third wish was for his friend, like one of his best friends to get out of jail, but he's going to do 10 years for murder or something like that. 10 years for murder? That ain't, that ain't shit. No, this is not too Can bad. someone only get 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so those that's my that sounds like i feel like i might have heard that song if i heard it um but that just sounds like a classic cole type of it is you know it is cole's nice dude yeah i was thinking about this the other day like i do enough dick riding but like i think cole's really the goat yeah, I uh, um, his like, last album made me consider it, dude. The more that he puts out music, like it's not even it's not only like albums. Like, look at all the features that he's been on. Like every single one, he's absolutely dude, he kills fucking everything murdered. And like, and then you know, if you go take it a step further, think about what he's done for music in general. Like, started a whole fucking label, put on so many artists, like gave so many artists a chance. Like, I know Wayne did that to an extent too. Like, he really yeah. like brought on like Drake and Nicki and shit like that. But like he did it all under ymcmb right so it's a little different it wasn't like his whole his own whole own fucking record label right yeah i was Um, just thinking about that the other day like i was like dude cole's really probably like the greatest rapper um yeah and uh, the fact that that's a hot take like is what's wrong with fucking rap community dude yeah like that shouldn't be a hot take that should be like a okay i see why you think that um but maybe here's why I think differently. But if you said that to somebody like on and Twitter, here's someone, the thing, like, dude, dude, you're out of your mind. What the fuck? It's like the argument would be rappers who aren't too, too relevant. Like people would want to say like Jay-Z, Wayne, like, yeah, like they were good in their prime and like maybe they were bigger in their prime, but that doesn't make them a better rapper. Um, right. And just like the way that the sound of, you know, rap music has evolved and stuff like what's being put out now is probably the best sounding final product that we've ever had as you know rap fans right, dude that's like saying that's like saying babe ruth is a better home run hitter than barry bonds just because he was like the first to do it and it's like no he's not dude yeah yeah uh, i totally i don't know yeah no i agree with that um i do feel like there are some rappers that you know like eminem dude like he may not have like the most like famous um or like sought after like flow and way he like spits now but like he's clearly proven that he's evolved as like a rapper and can still like put out mainstream shit like he yeah like the numbers are proving that that he's still there even though he gets a shit ton of hate because it's popular to hate on him now but yeah it's always been popular to hate on him yeah literally since he's big since he's fucking began his career dude he's just like gotten shit for no reason but, yeah, um, oh, just for being but, white. But guy. Cole's Cole's last album really made me consider. I was like, dude, he really might be the fucking best rapper of all time, just because of like the way he can fucking portray a song and like makes you think. Like, and it's not like he's making you think and like all have having like all this like crazy thought like psychologically every time he raps. But he can also get on some fun shit and like turn up. He can do everything, dude. That's what right. makes him so good. And he's so versatile. Um, he killing it. Speaking of Cole, is it my pick? Because I don't yeah, you got you got two, right you got two more. You got two left. That's it. Two left. All right, I got okay. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'll take Cole first. I'm going with brackets off of KOD. Yeah, I was thinking about that one. Not on my list, but I was thinking about it. Yeah, I love that song. I love how he dives into like the political culture of America and is like, I love the part where he's talking about. He's like. It's twenty. It's twenty nineteen. Let me pick the f- things I'm funding from an app on my screen yeah. instead of letting whack congressmen I never seen dictate where my money goes. Like, dude, that's so true. Like, yeah, like, the majority of American like money comes from like ri- the rich, right? And obviously that 
is a lot of entertainers and rappers and shit. And it's just like, but bro, even they're then, the dude. ones making the money. Why don't they have any say in what they're funding with it? Like, yeah, you can donate to charity and all this shit, but like the majority of the taxes are paying. Like, why aren't they, why don't they have any say in where it goes or like what they want their money to go to? But then you can turn around and spend $400 trillion on a bunch of military shit we don't need. How does that make any sense? Um, yeah, and then I love I love how he talks about how um, he's rapping from the perspective of like the mom of the family, where one of her yeah. sons is like out in the streets and getting a bunch of girls pregnant, while the other one gets shot and dies because he was like, it was a going straight bullet. It was a straight bullet, but he was the one that was like going to school and getting good grades and like you know trying to be a good person. But the other one like lives and and at the end she's like, "Fuck, I got to pay my taxes," and it's just all of this yeah. cycle. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bangers. Love that song. Love that song. Dude. Yeah, that, 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 that song would bring a grown man to tears. That song is the song that made me start fucking with rap music again. Like yeah. when, like I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Like I wasn't, didn't really have like a genre. Like I listened to a lot of old school shit back then, like a lot of classic drones, you know. And then KOD came out, and I listened to that, and I listened to, the, and then that song came on, and I was like, oh, it's cold, dude, bro. He's spitting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um so then i went back and i i like dove into like cole's whole discography because of fucking brackets and because of kod and then it was like oh rap's not too shabby i guess i'll give this another go yeah and look at you now look at me now look at me now that's my next pick look at me now look at me now bit (laughs) (laughs) um my last pick um i think you might have i could see you having this on your list but it's a keisha's song yeah, I didn't like pick that Lamont. one because we had picked it before. I've picked it before on other drafts, and yeah, I had that one, and I was like, dude, I can't not pick this song. This is a great yeah. storytelling song. No, it is. It is. It's one of the greatest. I've had it before. That's why I, I told myself that I wasn't going to pick it. Um, yeah. the one that I'm going to go with my final pick is one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Um, it's by my boy George Thurgood. It's one of my favorite songs. It probably is my favorite song of all time. Really? Um, yeah. It's uh, it's just like a long song. He's telling this story about him, like, getting basically, like, got fired, can't pay rent, getting kicked out of his fucking apartment, but he's fucking the landlord, so then she lets him stay, but then he's still not paying rent, so then he's got to go and stuff like that. And he goes to his friend's house, and he says, hey, can I stay with you? You know, I'm out on the streets, you know. And he's like, uh, I don't know. Let me go there. It's my wife. And then he walks back outside and he's like, I can see it in his face. I know it was no. And he said, uh, you know, my wife, uh, she kind of funny. And then he goes, I know everybody funny. And uh, you funny too. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> <the> dude. Fuck, <laughs> dude? <laughs> Just go listen to the song, bro. It's a good song. It's a good story. Uh, one, of my, uh, one of my favorite songs. George Thorogood's one of my favorite um, rock and roll artists. Yeah, I can't say I, I know who that is, but I'll definitely Whoa, give him a peep. You're missing out, bro. I'll give him a peep. He uh I won't, say, I won't say no to new music. He didn't make a whole lot of music. Um because he just wanted to go like play and do shows and shit. He was like, fuck. All right, I'll put an album out because I have to, but then I'm torn. Yeah. Does um, he just have one album? No, nah, he's got a couple. Oh uh, word. Um he, he's not like grinding in the stew. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> he ain't like that. Nah, I got one of his vinyls for Christmas, I think. If not, I got to go get one. Like yesterday. 
All right. Well, that was a fun draft. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Oh, I know that song. Yeah, it's a fucking banger. I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, maybe we got different different definitions of banger. A banger. Yeah, I was gonna say when I hear a when I think of banger, I'm thinking of like Forbes by. Gore and cheesy. Oh, Look, yeah, mama, that's I a made good one. It that one's not too shabby. Um, the other ones that I had were for your eyes only. Oh, yeah, that's a great song. Um, and then I had another old school one was Paradise by the Dashboard Light. That's an MK uh, favorite. Paradise, do, do I know that song? Paradise by the dashboard light. Ain't no doubt about it. It's good. It's uh, it's about this dude trying to fuck this bitch, and she's like, "I'm only gonna fuck you if I, if you say that you love me." And he's like, "Do I have to say it right now? Can I get back to you?" And she's like, "Fine, but we're not fucking." And he's like, "All right, fine. I love you." And then he's like. And like the second half of the song, he's like regretting it, regretting saying I love you. He's like, now I'm stuck with her for the rest of my life because I said I loved her just so I could fuck her. Oh wow. That's but also there's like but there's like skits in the middle of it, and it's like a baseball game. Uh, (laughs) seventh inning stretch. Like like they're like making out and stuff, and then um it like cuts to a baseball game, and he's like and he's rounding first, so he, and he's rounding second, and the center fielder drops the ball. He's making his way to third, and he's rounding third, and he's on his way home, and here comes the throw. And like this is they're all making out and stuff, right? And then it goes to a girl's voice, and like right before he gets home, the girl's like, stop right there. I want to know, do you love me? Will you love me forever? Do you need me? Will you never leave me? And then he has to decide if he loves her or not. I I know it's a good song, right? Yeah. <laughs> this song sounds like a fucking fever dream, dude. <laughs> it's wild. It's, it's one of MK's favorites. Um, oh god, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good though. You should give that one a spin as well. All right, I'll give that one a spin. What were some other ones you had on your list? That was it. Oh, all right. Well, one of my uh, the other one I wanted to take, I was gonna double up, but it was another Eminem song. I didn't want to have two Eminem songs. Was uh, my fault. Do you know that one? Mm-mm. It's the one where he's like at a party. It's it's super old. It's from it's off of the Slim Shady LP from like 1999. But he's like chilling at a party or whatever, and he meets this girl, and um she they're, they're like tripping on shrooms, and she accidentally eats the whole bag of shrooms, and then she starts oh, nice. like tweaking out, and it's like it's like all about her like tweaking out and like talking to plants and fucking. Like thinking she's gonna die, and then Eminem like goes up and goes into like one of his boys' rooms, like yo, she ate the whole bag, like um, all fifty-two caps, and she's like, oh, we got to get her to a hospital, dog. She's gonna die, and she starts freaking about about like how her stepdad like sexually assaulted her, like all her trauma comes up, and Eminem, oh just my like, god, yo, I'm just trying to party, bro. Like, <laughs> it wasn't my fault you ate the whole fucking bag of shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's a funny ass song though. Eminem's a lot of his older songs are funny. Yeah, dude, hilarious, bro. Like some of his most mainstream shit, like My Name Is and Real Slim Shady and um uh what's that other one? Guilty Conscious. That's not supposed to be funny, but it's like pretty funny. My salsa. Uh, My salsa. My salsa makes all the 
pretty girls dance my salsa takes off their underpants. Yeah, that's one of his best songs. It might be his best song. You know the song Drips? Nah. Or uh um the one where it's like him and Obi Trice and they're talking about how this hoe, like they fuck this hoe and they get like STDs and shit, and he's like but they I can't touch to the, their toes. I went to the clinic. I went to the clinic and she gave me HIV. I'm gonna beat this bitch's ass. It's pretty much like they get STDs from this hoe and then they beat the shit out of her. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that shit is <laughs> wild to think about. <laughs> Why do you sit in the studio? Yo, let's make a song about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's make a song where we both fuck the same chick, we both get HIV from her, and then we beat her to a pulp. <laughs> Word. Bars. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll leave you guys with that. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> and enjoy your weeks and do your best to not give anybody HIV. Or else you're going to get your ass beat. Deuces. <laughs>